Okay, so this this is Talk and Catch Fire, episode two. <laughs> so today it's myself, Ella, and Kimmy again, and we have a I want to say special guest, but she's not that special. So <laughs> no, she, no, no, she's very special. Um, so today we've also Alex. got my yeah, Alex, my sister. So we're talking. So Alex is actually sort of the. The vanguard of Holden Catchfire fandom, I have to say. Thank you. Finally getting the appreciation. <laughs> because she she watched it since the very beginning, and the reason she started watching it was because... Oh, I was like, oh, Lee Pace, Lee Pace is cool. This will be fun. And now look where we are. And then, I was right. And she dragged everyone else down the rabbit hole with her. So, so, there, so there we go. So, I guess to start... I'll just ask the basic thing. What did we all think? Uh, I feel like a lot happened, and at the same time, not a lot happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. true. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm feeling. Yeah. yeah. It depends, like, who you're rooting for. And... Well, I was talking to um, I was talking to someone else, and they said that they felt like it was kind of a, a meh episode, like, development-wise, that nothing much happened and it was sort of like business as usual mm-hmm. yeah it, it was kind of one of those things where like it's steps that needed to happen but like the exciting bit of it will happen like in two episodes time. in saying that though i feel like it's going to be more exciting in retrospect like it's going to be one of those episodes that you maybe watch when it's all over and be like oh that's what all this meant yeah that's true i guess yeah yeah because, like, the main thing was that it was setting up the key conflict for the for the season, which is that they're going to be competing things. And, well, competing search engines. And while I was sitting there going, but couldn't they just, like, work together? But that's too simple. No, it can never work. No, actually one of my favourite bits were, where they're having Joe and... Sorry, no, Joe. Um, Gordon and Donna were having the dinner. And yeah. Donna was like, we'll just buy you. And Gordon's like, we'll just buy you. And she's like... Gordon was like... Mm. Donna's like, please, you cannot buy us. Yeah. But, yeah, but it was... Because it's interesting, though, the conflict is... It's going to involve Haley. Yeah. And I feel like for most shows, it's like they they shuffle they would shuffle out the kids as it goes on, but now they're like bringing the kids even more into it because previously the kids were like just this afterthought, and now like season four is going to pin on Haley. No, it's not necessarily like like I don't know. I've seen shows do it both ways. Like either as you said, the kids become like shuffled out of it, or they do become like the. Kind of well, like the, hasn't, the, the hasn't the Americans made one, one yeah, of the kids like, a central thing? And it works like really well in some shows, and then other shows it doesn't. I think that this is a show that's going to end up doing it well. Mm. Mm. Well, 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 it's interesting because uh, uh, so in some ways it does feel like a this time it's personal thing, but in other ways it is more interesting than just the we're making it you know we're making it personal that Donna's mm-hmm. going to have, like, her daughter involved in the infighting with this. The rival those. company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, just loved, I just loved, I loved Haley's entrance with, with, into the, what's it called, um, Cal, Calnet? Calnet? 
Yeah. Yeah, the office. And she's like, got the orange soda, and I'm like, totally air to Cameron. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot my idea. Never mind. It's all good. It was just in that bit where he was. It made me laugh because I'm like, Joe is so not a dad. Because they're, they're sitting and, and talking and he's like, I was thinking of giving you $20,000 and Gordon just pretty much like throw, throws everything on the table. <laughs> he's like, you can have two weeks pocket money. <laughs> well, the, no, I wrote it down. It was like the great quote where he was like, well, I thought we'd give her like a hundred, we'd give her like a voucher to Blockbuster or a hundred dollars or something. <laughs> you did so well. <laughs> and Joe being like, no. sorry? Oh, no, I was going to say the thing, though, like, Joe does things without, like, talking to anybody. He just, like, goes in and does stuff, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And that's, like, one occasion where, you know, a bit of communication could have helped before going in. Yeah, but <laughs> I feel like communication could help all these people, though. Yes. Like, at the, like, Donna finds out about the fact that it's Haley's. Mm-hmm. through seeing it I'm like Gordon you could have just rung her and been like so there's this that did kind of remind like the Donna finding out about that kind of reminded me of the reveal last season when you like you find out that um, Donna lied about the um, those the swap meet guys yeah yeah because yeah. any other show they would drag like the the kid, like the lying about it out for like three episodes and like letting it fester and the show it's just like no this is what happened let's move on <laughs> which is so good instead of just like letting it lie but I feel like we're not talking about the elephant in the room which was Cameron on the panel <laughs> oh, so good. here we are <laughs> I was like, I was like, we're, we're really like dodging the main point here, and I was just like waiting to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about it? <laughs> it's just so, it's just so vicious. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I thought she was gonna. Well, I don't know why I thought that, but I thought she was just gonna like walk away see her name on the thing and just, like, yeah, walk away. just be like, no. But I, I like how that this show is, like, not having them dance around each other. It's just sort of like, mm-hmm. in they go. Yeah, yeah, everyone's, like, it. yeah. all the time. But it's, it's just like what I was saying, though, because you know how I, I was saying that I want there to be, like, a bottle episode where at least just Cameron and Donna fight it out. But imagine if you threw all four of them in a room together for an episode, because they've never... All been together. together. That's kind of what the season three finale was, though. Like, it yes, was actually. Yeah. That's a really good point. You had Tom there as well, but yeah, that's basically. What but it was, was mostly the four of them just talking to, for the first time, which hasn't happened. Yeah. Mm. Oh, but <laughs> just it was the biggest <laughs> heel turn and mic drop. And <laughs> <laughs> they just they just kept like firing things at each other. What was like what was the line of oh there were times in my career where my ideas could have been listened to better and it was like and Donna was like Interesting. Yeah, it was it was really good. I'm just reading my notes. Because I wrote down so many of, like, their burns. It's funny, the positioning of Donna this season. Because in any other show, it would sort of be like, she's the antagonist. 
But here they're like, nah, no one's really good or bad. That's one of my favourite things about it, though. It's never the same person is never the antagonist of anything. But you think Joe is as Joe has been as close to an antagonist as what Donna is now. But it's changed like several times. Well, yeah. Like, <laughs> who was the antagonist in season one, essentially? Well, like Again. the the big Sorry? Guy cut. Sorry? The, the Cardiff guys oh, that, like, yeah. weren't letting yeah, him yeah. build what they wanted. So they, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, between the four of them, yeah, it's never been, yeah. like, yeah. Joe's the bad guy or Cameron's the bad guy. Like, well, no, it's, it well, no. changes. It's like they contain multitudes, guys. <laughs> oh, but it, actually, interesting thing I wanted to talk about that we did talk about extensively last week. So I was, like going back and watching old episodes again and the big thing that <laughs> hit me was i was like i think i've cracked when it's gonna end because <laughs> in the first episode it, okay so pretty much what this boils down to is it's gonna end in 1994 so pretty much where we are now based on this like theory and the theory is because in in the first scene of season one, when Joe is doing the, you know, does the class thing and Cameron comes in and that's how they meet. And he asks what computers are going to be like in 10 years. And one guy says they're going to be, they're going to be like fully autonomous or something, something like that. And then Cameron's like, they're going to be connected on a single net on a network with a single protocol. And I'm like, Hey, <laughs> so I think just for like full circle purposes, I completely think it's going to be pretty much ending in the present. What is what I think? Well, the present or no? no 90, sorry, sorry 90, 90, ninety-four. Like they are present. Like they are present. Um, what I find interesting about it, though, and like something that the show is like always done, is do you think that any of them will end successfully? Well, this is interesting you say that because... Because the show is, like, you've always been... Because the show is set, like, obviously in the real world. Mm. Like, you're discussing real things that happen with real said... technology. But, like, and you're very conscious of the fact that, like... None of this is None exactly. of this is real. Yeah. So, like, you know, there, obviously there would be stories like this of people that, like, yeah. got so close and yet, you know, did not become Bill Gates or Steve Jobs. Or, mm. So do you think that there is a way that this can end happily for anyone in terms of their careers? But haven't they said that that's why it's resonant? Because they all ultimately fail? Yeah, and you're, like, completely conscious of that any time <laughs> that you're like, oh, well, it's Google, but, like, obviously it's not because they're not Google. Well, I'm so we're just, wa- we're just waiting for them to fail and watching it, like, unfold. <laughs> Like the two trains metaphor. Yes. Oh my god, the two trains thing was great because I. Well, it's funny because I remember us saying this when I first started watching it, which was that season one with Joe and Cameron. You sort of feel like it's when Gordon is like, "You're both crazy. You're perfect for each other." Like you feel like that's the writer's attitude to it. They're like, "They're both crazy. Like they're they're a perfect couple." And then now I'm like. Please agree with what Gordon was saying in that episode, which was, you're both trains carrying dynamite on the same track and you're going to hit each other. I'm like, yes, <laughs> someone understands that this, this does not work. The first season, though, I feel like that was just kind of like, oh, they're the two, like, main characters. In they're this. two crazy geniuses. They're two crazy, like, they have to be together. Like, that's just what TV is. And I think there's a lot more, like, layers to it now. Seeing them as, like, domestic in this episode was really disconcerting yeah that was weird she was making what cheese eggs in the microwave and she was like joe was, joe was like oh, breakfast breakfast <laughs> yeah an egg in the microwave 
No, I keep thinking about the like mad Donna Burns. She just keeps dispensing at every turn. Like, where I did do you love how like Carrie Rache has got to be like the like MVP of? This season. Well, because there were so many bits in that episode, we were like, Emmy's 2018. <laughs> Come on. Because, like, you know, when it starts, she is just, like, the housewife character who gets to kind of come in and, like, mm. save the day and mm. then, you know, doesn't get to take credit for it because, you know, it has to be a secret. But now she actually, like, gets to, like, run with this. Well, I know I made you listen to it yesterday, but do you listen to that NPR interview I sent the other day with her? Um, oh, I can't remember. Because in it, she was talking about, like, her character's development. And she says that in, like, season one, you know, she's very uh, much a tertiary character. And she's like, I spent so much time at the sink washing pretend dishes. <laughs> well, like, and it, the, the show definitely, like, figured that out. Like, from, you know. Pretty, the, it figured it out pretty quickly the, in contrast well, to other yeah, shows. At the start, you know, it's like, you know, it was Joe Cameron and... Gordon, and then, like, even by season two, it was like, I mean, is the four of them. Even by the end of season one, it was like, huh. Yeah. Well, like, you know, obviously bringing, like, Donna into the whole mutiny mm. thing at the end of season one, like, definitely tied them all together. So it did figure it out pretty quickly. Mm. But, yeah, it, it's such a nice change that she gets to actually have a part. She's ending careers before before, bre- before her morning coffee. <laughs> like, what a change. With a sip of her juice that her secretary is bringing her. Yeah, the, like, Southeast Asian one last week that had lemongrass or something. Yeah. Actually, the secretary, the secretary role is interesting to me because I have no idea where that person is going. Yeah. Like, she, like... Donna wants her to be, like, a big part of it, but it's going to be, like, the one who said she, who, like, declared she's pregnant in this one, that, like, the rest of the, the rest of the ecology of the thing won't let them be. I don't know, though, because, like, last week I thought the, yeah, when Donna was like, you can take charge of this, I was like, oh, like, cool, she's going to be, like, a part of this season, like, she's going to have lots to do, and then this week she was... You know, but I that's, don't think she said two lines. But that's because the powers that be were like, no, she can't. Yeah, I know, but I feel like I'm not, like, yeah, I'm not, as you said, I'm not sure where that character's going to go now. Well, it's like I don't know how the other one who said she's pregnant is going to go. Well, yeah. Because, like, Donna gave that whole speech and you're like, oh, that's so nice. But at the same time, you, at the same time you're like, this isn't how everyone else is going to react to this. Like, she's going to be turfed out. Well... Which is sad, but, but it's necessary. They haven't. They didn't set up like. Well, at least as yet, they haven't set up that group of people as like no. important characters. Well, I feel like they sort of started to do oh, that with the secretary. Oh, they did definitely. So yeah, interested with to see Tonya. Yeah. <laughs> it's those bits. It was like it was that bit. Donna having talking about like when she was pregnant with Joni and Joni like getting all teary eyed and what was the other oh when Gordon was like I'd be proud of my girls if they turned out you I'm like why are we already getting into like season finale of series finale <laughs> stuff where it's like super emotional I'm like why are we already having these bits where I'm like gonna cry it's sort of you know goodbye team yeah bringing it to that conclusion which I don't want to think about because it's really close speaking of Joni yeah. The, I did enjoy her involvement in this episode immensely. Can, I like, can we say Smart Hut on iTunes? 
We can like, say smart out on iTunes. Okay. Well, yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I was of how Haley was like, there's this thing, it's this construction thing, and clicks on it, and everything. Like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> and then, and then it's like coming up on the screen, and Jenny's like, oh no, and her, like tackles. It's incredibly tackles slow. Gordon, like standing in front of the projector, accomplishing. <laughs> like, Joe like tipped the computer over yeah, or something. Like, knocks the computer over, so far, it's great. <laughs> I, it's interesting. Like that was obviously a funny bit. Like we're already into the internet porn side of things. It had to come up eventually. But, but I like I like how we're already getting into like the impure part of technology that's sort of seen it gone downhill side of things. Oh, because yeah. you're already seeing like like the early days of the internet and here's the like smart websites. And it's also and also the people on the panel with Cameron are being like, less intervention means more blood and she's like, uh you know. It's already getting into those sides that have yeah. brought the whole thing down. Yeah. Because it's the series is it's about, you know it's about the nice healthy on days of the internet where people still actually talk to each other. But it is getting into those it's it's good foreshadowing, but not heavy-handed foreshadowing. As it's always to, done that, though. Yeah. It's always been, like, had connections to what we use the internet for now. Well, that's what we that's what we talked a lot about last week, which was, you know, it doesn't have those... It doesn't do those big, heavy-handed foreshadowing moments where it's like, in 2017, we have Snapchat. Like, yeah. There's no being like, imagine if you had, like this phone that that like well there's no one being like touch screens oh wait oh wait no i was watching season one and at convex in season one someone has a touch screen and gordon's like gimmick (laughs) like seeing you mentioned phones though they've never really got into like what we could do with a phone well i was gonna say it's 1994 now so mobile phones did exist but no one has them yeah it's never really been something it's not anyone being like here is my brick yeah Like it's not, it's not showing it all off, I guess, because those things were quite expensive and not everyone had them. And despite the fact that they're all like cutting edge Silicon Valley people, the only one that could really afford it probably would be Donna. The show's never been about that, though. It's yeah. been about like yeah. how like technology for the masses, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's never, you know, obviously you've had, you know, computers were very expensive then, but it's always like. Yeah, but it t- it kicks off from when computers could be more of a home thing oh yeah yeah i know but i mean that like all of the things just about everything Mm. that they've tackled is about like bringing it to an audience absolutely which is which i (laughs) this is a really bad joke but i find that funny for a show that's always had like never never too many people (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i couldn't resist It's funny, they they've put it on their website again for free this week. So I wonder if more people yeah. are watching it. I hope so. I feel like I've seen a little bit more coverage for it. But Just I find that really that sad that like it's last season. Everyone's like, "Wow, coverage!" You know? Yeah, it's it's last season, and people are like, "Hey, this show's actually great." I'm like, "You should have done this at the beginning." And like, better late than never. But so like, that's exciting. I think mm, it is very exciting. Oh, what am I saying? Oh. <laughs> Seems like I have a whole lot of like burns, but one was you keep giving me bad news with a smile on your face. 
<laughs> which made me think of that bit in um I think it was season three where Diane turns up and she's like, how's it going with the guys? And Donna's like, great. And, and she's like, you keep doing this. I'm not so sure thing with your voice on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Which, and just, just this episode with, um, uh, what's his name again? The guy, uh, that Donna's working with. Oh, uh, um, trip. Trip. <laughs> trip yes um the, the, the and, yes <laughs> you know what i'm gonna say like he's he's like oh i'm i'm, I'm good but i'm never gonna be great and he's like oh don't say that <laughs> yeah. oh my god yes. that was another moment where she that doesn't was believe like, it at all i was like going to save that for asking about favorite moments but i love that bit where she oh, was like oh, she, oh don't know and she was like, she was like oh i wouldn't say that like absent-minded yeah. voice click 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 on the computer <laughs> Yeah, but sorry. We're talking favorite moments. I think one of mine was yeah, Joe like negotiating with Haley, like, negotiating like she was like a like an adult and not a, not a fourteen year old kid who has like fun at a computer. Oh god, I really hope they don't like. It just confirms to me that I really don't hope they head towards the like end game being Joe and Cameron have kids because. God. Because something that I'm really sick of in movies and TV is female maturity means having kids. I'm like, like, why is that the definition of like growing up and settling down? I don't. Was that covered last week? Was that mentioned? Yes, in the phone conversation. Yeah, yeah, Cameron talked about how it was like her and Tom were like quote unquote trying didn't work she was relieved mm. but while she said that she was relieved and you know it was just a making a decision for her that she didn't want to like voice i feel like at the same time it's the type of thing they could be like at the end of the season well she's found the right person now let's do it well i'm like Ugh. wait she says no Hopefully she not. means no yeah i i would be surprised it's not a maturity they, thing if they took that route oh uh, yeah Another one was, um, you back to, you know, Gordon, as usual, not telling anyone anything at the right time. It's like, when are you going to tell me? It's like, right now, it's like, after second dessert? I'm like, wait, <laughs> second, second dessert? <laughs> so it's very fancy. I just love how they're, they're exes, but they're still, like, getting together for dinner for once a week and having second dessert. <laughs> Talking about the kids and their own business oh, and like competition. Yeah, about, um, Gordon and Cameron's conversation, um, where he was like, "If my girls turned out like you, I'd, yeah, like, what... I'd be cool with that." Or whatever. It's already like those moments that are sort of series finale type stuff, where it's like send the team off type thing. Mm. <laughs> Wait, what was the... I, I got a line written down. Playing all the hits on that one. What was that... Where was... Who said that and where? I don't... It's, uh, uh, it's uh, Gordon... Uh, was Gordon? Telling Gordon. Donna during the dinner thing, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. She yeah. says... Because um, uh, he says something and then... Oh, uh, it's like uh, Donna's like, why did you wait to tell me that? And Gordon says, that's why we're having those dinners. And then <laughs> Donna says... <laughs> oh, that's uh, it! Uh, oh, no, he's like, he's like, um, um, uh, do you want us to have dinner every night? And then she says, oh, I tried to do that for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, 
whoa. Yeah, oh. <laughs> like, but that's the kind of things that like divorced people and people who are like exes say. Like it's just look how far we've come. Yeah. Like Donna's now firing back with that. But I have to say, the people who act the most like exes are Donna and Cameron. Just saying. Like there was this photo set on Tumblr that was like <laughs> that was like it was Joe and Cameron at his part. No, sorry. Cam- Cameron and Gordon at Gordon's party and Joe and Cameron it was like when everyone saw each other again for the first time and it's like who is looking the most like exes right now <laughs> yeah. yeah oh but to like look ahead I guess I feel like the big thing we're heading towards is a, a Donna nervous breakdown because it's very she's very has much a lot of a facade right now i think yeah that's true and it's gonna break at some point which is the all i've heard in interviews with like the chrises and carrie bachet and everything is it's like her thing for this season is something fundamentally missing from her sense of self and i'm like what does that mean (laughs) yeah yeah, that's true. Like, but it's definitely something that she's going to have, like, some sort of outburst about. But as you can see at, like, that dinner, like, she was really nervous or something. Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't. And um, maybe you can, like, tell me if I'm wrong, but uh, she's drinking a lot. And I don't know if, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's a thing that uh, and, and I'm forgetting from past seasons and they just drink a lot, but she's been drinking Ooh, a, lot. a lot. I was going to say, I don't think. I don't think Donna's ever drunk that much in the past. Like, there's that episode in season two, or is it season three? You know, where they get the, um, what are they called? The computer things, and they're fake, and they go to the bar, and... Yeah, I was going to say, all I... Like, they have a said, beer then. When said drinking, all I can yeah. think of is that I'm just used to... Looking at Gordon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, and that's one occasion, it's fine, but... Like, I can't think of in any other. episodes, yeah. she's been, like, on four different occasions, like, mm. with a yeah, glass yeah, of wine yeah. or That's like a really good point. I can't... And, yeah, but, yeah, I can't think of any other bits that really stick out at me. Oh, except when she has <laughs> your favorite bit... <laughs> <laughs> when she has, when she goes to lunch with Diane and comes back and she's like, I had a few gin and tonics and like falls in. <laughs> no, the best line in that bit is, it's like, I had a risotto, which is rice, but not, and like collapses into the chair. Yeah. <laughs> but they're very, they're very few and far between occurrences. And I love your point that it's like two consecutive episodes, multiple occasions. But I feel like that's the same. That's definitely one of the, that's a marker about like a possible nervous breakdown as subtle as they're doing with Gordon's health. Because Gordon like on if you're just like looking at the surface, you're like, they're not addressing Gordon's health at all. But at the same time, like we were talking about this last week, but forgot to include it. Like, he doesn't drive anymore. He mixes up his words quite yeah. regularly. Like there's bits there's bits there. Yeah. That are sort of yeah. Which, which is, I guess, how it works in reality. Like, you know, Donna's not going to have ma- massive crying outbursts and Gordon's not going to... Gordon's not going to be like, you know, when he collapsed on the television. Like, that's not always going to be it. You know, it goes in ebbs and flows. Yeah. His illness. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're alluding to those two things in very similar ways. Yeah, I agree with that. But yeah. No, I feel like that's something we're definitely heading for. But I really need I really need when it implodes just everyone to talk. No, 
nicely. Just get it out. Well, I was as I was saying this morning, really good place for a bottle episode would be at Comdex. Because I'm guessing we'll get go back to Comdex at some point because it's so like it's become such a big part. Yeah. Like you have Comdex in season one, you have Comdex in season three. Like it's. And, you know, Gordon and Donna talk, talk about the convex before the show, like when they had the computer and it Will they failed. be there with their rival search engines? See, that's the thing. I think they're going to be at convex with their rival search engines. And that would be, like, mm. the perfect opportunity to, like, throw them all in a hotel room, like in season one, and be all full circle and they just talk it out. What if they all had their rival search engines and then... Okay, I know nothing about, like... The and Google was there. there. <laughs> so what if Google, was there? Google exists in 1994? Google was in 1996. Okay. But, 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 there could have been, like, an early iteration of it. It That makes me think of the great scene that ends season one, when Joe walks into the hotel room, and it's, like, the shrine around the Mac, and you're just... And it's, he's, like, it speaks, and you're just, like, feel everything crashing down around you. You know, it's, it's crushing. Ugh, I was going to say, I think I've got... Oh, it was like a really... It was a really arty opening again. Like, the whole weird... You're going to have to help me with technical terminology here. But it was a really interesting camera movement. Did you notice? Oh, you it mean was, the, Yeah, um, it like went up like that or something. Yeah, there was the cut in between the... Yeah. Um, the pivot, it was like a pivot. Yeah. Mm. We'll go, go with pivot. We'll go with pivot. <laughs> we'll, we'll stick with that. Uh, oh, but I was reading reviews and one thing, one comment that I loved was this one on the AV club that said, which is back to, um, you know, when they're all hanging out in Gordon's living room and trying to do the thing. And this person said, Joe should only ever be an uncle. He thinks he's the fun uncle. And even then he must be supervised by a parent at all times. Otherwise the children will end up in the hospital. <laughs> so true. Yeah, or with um, a $20,000 contract. Hey, you should let her have that $20,000. Like, she's inventing Google, pretty much. <laughs> <sighs> so, I guess we should maybe start wrapping up. Two weeks till the next one. I know. Two weeks till the next one. Like, what are we going to do in between? I was discussing this. We should do, like... should talk about San Junipero or something or something best of Holt and Catch Fire best of Holt and Catch Fire let's do that okay. okay but yeah to wrap up I was gonna do what we did last week which was firstly everyone's MVP which is I feel like everyone by default is gonna say Kerry Bechet every week Donna, but <laughs> okay this week I'd say like honorable mention to Joni because she was in Catherine yeah I was gonna say was Catherine in, like two scenes three baby tops of like she kind of stole all of them. So. Well, Susanna Skaggs is still like, you know, Haley is like, oh yeah, excellent. Yeah, she yeah like she, she's had like three scenes, and you're already like, what's the door here? But no, definitely this week I'd say Joni. Yeah. How about you? I was gonna say I was gonna say Joe. Yeah, good just point. Yeah. <laughs> just because he was, I I feel like he was a little bit more um, low key with Cameron, yeah. and then at the same time he was um, like really, you know, doing his usual thing with. Um, with Comet, and so, yeah, I was going to say Joe. His usual yeah. thing where he's, like, in the basement was collecting, collecting URLs handwritten on post-its. Yeah. Just in yeah, his or, world. like, just, you know, getting, like, really excited and really, like, focused on what he's doing, yeah. We were saying we like how the show's attitude towards Joe has changed, because you were saying in season one, you know, it was like, he's a genius, and now, like, you know, he's incredible, and what their attitude now is, like... Yeah, like, he gets to be, like... 
the kind of, you know, have the ridiculous ideas, like, I'm going to give this 14-year-old $20,000, and you, like, you're, you know, you are, like, that's such a dumb idea. Well, in season one, I feel like it would have approached something like that as, like, kind of more seriously. Yeah, exactly. They don't take Joe as seriously as they used to be, used to, which yeah. I like. I feel like the show on the whole is probably less serious than it once was. Mm-hmm. In season one, it's very serious. Yeah. Well, okay, it's very self-serious. But I think it pretty, pretty quickly it was like, maybe this isn't the way to go. It's like when Joe's all moodily, like, setting a whole shipment of computers on fire. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, to end, favourite moment. Um. I've got a couple. Okay, go. We already mentioned one, which was yeah. the, don't say that, quick, quick. And, <laughs> and I like, well, line from Cameron. You look like Howard Hughes gave you a copy of Siddhartha. Yeah, I, He's very hard he is, yes, he is. Joe, I agree. I was going to say, favourite moment was probably Donna in the, like, the Q&A. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I love the, like, fully 90s clothes they're putting on Terry Boucher. Like, they're just going to, to town. Oh, and did you notice the, the lips, too? Yes. And, I, you know, when they saw the <laughs> lipstick, I was thinking of in... Season two, when they have the lunch meeting and the stupid and the like, the stupid idiot guy who's like totally played them is like, no one plays that shade of lipstick if they've not come, come to play. Oh, and yeah. that's when that's when Cameron <laughs> has to like drag Donna away from the table before she like sticks a fork in his neck. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, no. What was another good one? It's like the trains <laughs> and almost. Oh no! But I think another good one was Cameron unpacking because Cameron unpacking was so you it's like she's like Joe's like what are you doing and she's like I'm unpacking those boxes and just bend it all yeah that's so you oh and I liked I liked the parallels between Gordon and Cameron playing computer games because it reminded me of in season in season three when they were you know was playing Super Mario all day. Yeah. Luckily, this time yeah. Gordon didn't face plant into the television, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. But yes. So, yeah. Well, we may be back next week with a filler episode on what? Best of? Best that of. sounds fun. Yeah, that sounds fun. Okay. Yeah. Well, see you all then. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.